And uh, no question, the recent overhaul uh, to autism services for Ontario families has, I think, uh, really kind of reawakened and reminded us of how big this issue is and really how deeply personal it also is. Because after two decades of liberal scraps, I think what has now become clear is that the recent funding also does not go nearly far enough. And, and, you know, without question, this is on the liberals. They made a mess of this thing. And parents were left to fend for themselves. So when Ford came in, he was he was basically seen as this last bastion of help. But since the announcement, we've heard story after story of, of the desperate lengths families are going um, and have to go to help their kids. They're terrified. They're worried about the funding. My next guest has two boys with autism, Gabriel and Michael, aged eight and six. And under the old plan, they got this crucial autism therapy that costs about $8,800 a month. $8,800 a month. Think about that cost coming out of your pocket. Just that cost above everything else. That's a lot of money. And now she mom and her husband are actually considering separating in order to try to get more money. Raquel Turner is the mother of those two boys living in Barrie. I talked to her earlier today and she joins us now. I think what has been made clear, um, you know, since the announcement by uh, Premier Ford is that this is not going to be fixed overnight. And in fact, people like yourself are at the point of desperation. Is that fair to say? Absolutely, yes. Well, we don't know what to do with our children. We're um, being forced to go back to the schools right at the end of the year, and the schools already set their budgets, and uh, not knowing if our children are going back to school with support or not, and having funding just stop like that, it's, it's, not, um, it's not a very smooth transition that they planned. Gabriel and Michael are eight and six, and, and you know, my takeaway from, from reading their story and your story is that with the therapy... Um, they've basically been brought out of the darkness, but that that cost is astronomical. It's eighty eight hundred dollars a month for you to keep them in the therapy that has managed to bring them out. Correct? That is correct. Yes. What happens uh, if you stop the therapy? Oh, regression, definitely regression. Um, the support is so important for them to keep going and growing and, and developing. Um, and keeping them in this world, the minute uh, you stop that support and they regress, they go back to their own world. So what do you need to happen? Because I think one of the cha- one of the many, many challenges with autism therapy and funding of it is that there's no one-size-fits-all approach. Every single child needs something different, and every single child is going to have a different price tag. Absolutely. For for what I need from my boys, my boys are very different. Um my youngest, Michael, he um, actually became verbal after starting um, therapy. I think six months into therapy, he started making words. And my oldest has struggled for, for so long to create sentences. And uh, they, they both need very different things. Um, my youngest is more social aspect of it. And my oldest is, is social, it's language, it's, it's regulation. Every child ranges in, in what their needs are. And so how will the new funding formula, let's call it that, how will that then affect your life? Because you were covered under the old plan, correct? Absolutely. So with the new funding, um, if I qualify, because they haven't really even explained what the income scale or what the income base really 
is they just said anyone over that makes over 250k will not qualify for any therapy um, but they didn't explain anything else um, but if you qualify for the therapy um, or not therapy sorry if you qualify for the money my apologies if you qualify for the for my boys it's the 55k because they're over the age of five um, for us that means 400 and uh, roughly 440 430 dollars a month which doesn't even come close to even paying for yeah. a day and a half of therapy per month. So how are you going to pay for this if you don't get the funding? That is a very good question. So um, my husband and I have um, looked into refinancing our mortgage for the second time, because this is the second time around that we've gone through this. We went through this with um, autism doesn't end at five, and now we're back again with autism doesn't end at four. So we've already refinanced our mortgage once. We've already tapped into some um, of our own personal savings to pay for some therapy until everything kicked in with the liberals and now we're back to facing the exact same thing uh same situation refinancing we we even talked about separation and what that looks like for us um and like actually getting a divorce absolutely yes because and how would that make it better for you you can tap into not that it would pay for therapy because it wouldn't, but it would give you something that you could put towards maybe a couple of hours here or there. Um, if you tapped into um, what's it called, um, assistance for with children with severe disability. That's all income based. There's there's so many applications. You, well, a couple of applications you can apply for that are income based. And if you were below the sixty k a year dual income, then and you can apply for these uh, fundings that you can possibly put towards something. A lot of people would say, well, that, that's going to a pretty big extreme. And you would say um, what? Uh, and it is. If you think about it, that, that is a, a huge extreme. But if you... My apologies, sorry. That's okay. It's a hard topic, I know. It it's is, it's it emotional. Is, you never have to apologize for that. Uh, it is really hard. It is an extreme that, this is an extreme, I, I do agree. And you're right, I could work harder. I could maybe get a third job because I already work two jobs and maybe pay a little extra. But then I'm also sacrificing quality time with my children, quality time with my family, learning certain skills to help my children develop through through their lifetime. There's a lot of sacrifice that goes with it. And, and if it can make our family life a, a little easier, then why not? You know, your story is one of just hundreds that we're hearing about and thousands across this province. Just no one is happy with this funding. You've got on one side, you know, those who are just kind of hanging on a waiting list, getting nothing. And then you've got your situation where you've already got kids getting help. You've got the coverage, but it's not enough. And if it's changed, it it, it changes your life uh, completely. I mean, there's no win for anybody here, it seems like. Absolutely, it totally can, um, changes our lives completely, and and my heart goes out to the to the ones that've waited so many years to get some service, and you know you you hang on to that 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 glimmer of light that you're going. It's almost our turn. We're we're, we're almost there. We're, we're going to get support, and then to be told that they're going to be getting a certain amount of money until they're 18, and it sounds really good, but if you really do the number crunching, it it. For early intervention, it's really only $8,000 a year if you are diagnosed at the age of two. 
So it's really nothing compared to what has been offered. And I'm not saying that the program that was offered was perfect because it wasn't, but it still gave family hope that one day that service would be possible for them. Um, And now they're being taken away from this wait list that they've waited to be waiting again another 18 months before the wait list gets completely cleared. I know that uh, a lot of um, families of autism were looking at the Ford government or switching government as, you know, the answer to their prayers. And I think a lot of people are feeling very failed right now. And in fairness to the Ford government, I mean, it's a mountain. I mean, they cannot fix this overnight. I get that. What do they need to do, though? This can't be the only thing they announce. What are our autism families? What What are you telling the Ford government that you need? Rethink where you're allocating your money. Think of the harm, the great harm that you're causing, not just children on the spectrum, but neurotypical children itself. When you're throwing these kids into school, how would their learning look like? When a child is having a meltdown and isn't able to self-regulate in a classroom where the cap sizes have been removed, and these kids are sitting there watching this, where's the learning in it? Where's, Where's the teaching? What are they going to be doing? There's no even um, talk about um, actual support, being extra support being put into schools by, by removing cap sizes from classrooms. These kids are going to suffer. These kids are not going to get what they need. They need evidence-based therapy. There's only one thing that's been proven to actually work on children with autism, and that's ABA. Do you think they've heard the message? I hope they do, because they're, they're ruining a lot of lives. They're ruining a lot of lives. Well, Raquel, um, I hope to see some kind of change or or, or see where this takes us. But uh, please keep in touch with us and uh, let us know what happens along this journey. Thank you very much. I thank you for sharing your story with us. That is uh, Raquel Turner. And there is, I guess, a protest planned tomorrow at the Barry MPP um, office of Andrea Kenjin. That's happening between 10 and 11. And I guess a lot of kids with their parents are going to be going down here. And, And I get it. I get it. I get what they're going through. I've been, I've, been, I've been covering autism issues for like 21, 22 years and just meeting these parents of, of children and they're completely abandoned. They've got nothing, no support. Mortgaging your house to pay for treatments that could have been paid for with money that we blew on a gas plant. You know, you think about all the billions wasted on e-health and all this other crap that did nothing. You know how much money we would have for all these people? You know, I get that they're mad at Ford, uh, but it's an almost impossible feat to fix right now, given the state of the province. So I look back and I think, shame on you. Shame on you, McGinty and Wynn, for allowing these parents and these kids, this lost generation of kids, just completely abandoned and left in the dark. This is Global News Radio.